Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. So, so here he is. He, he's in the will of God. He's where God told him to be, and he was there. Remember 1 Kings 17, 4? God said, I'm going to provide for you there. So he goes there, and where was there at the brook? He gets there, and God keeps his word. You tracking with me? So now, in the midst of this, God tells him to go somewhere else. God tells him to go somewhere else. He says, I want you to go down to Zarephath. So now here's what he does. Now he takes a fresh path. You listening? He's traveling down the journey of life. He's traveling down the path of life. And he stays faithful to the path that God has put him on. And now God says, I'm going to send you down another path. I'm going to send you to Zarephath. Here's what I want you to understand here. You know Ecclesiastes where it talks about there's a time and a season for everything under the sun? We need to understand that. Life is about cycles and times and seasons. And God may not have you at that brook permanently. To which you're saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But we need the brook. We need to learn to trust God when it doesn't make sense. Because if we can learn to trust God when it doesn't make sense, God can set us up for the next step. Because ultimately, remember, Elijah's going to make it to Mount Carmel. So for three and a half years, God is setting up Elijah for Mount Carmel. It's like the brook. It's like the brook is elementary school. And now we send him to Zarephath. And Zarephath is going to be like high school. And next week, the boy, the widow's son is going to die. That's going to be like being at the university. And through a series of events and a series of time, what God is doing is God, God is setting up Elijah to fulfill his purpose and destiny. God's setting up Elijah for Mount Carmel and beyond. And so God knew that Elijah needed the brook. So he says in the brook. Now he says go to Zarephath. So he takes a fresh path. Remember, remember over in, um, in um, Isaiah 43 where God says, Behold, I will do a... New thing? Well, Isaiah 42, it says God's going to do a new thing. And then it says to sing a new song unto the Lord. Then Isaiah 43, I think verse 18, it says, God says, Behold, I'm going to do a new thing. I want you to listen to me. When, that, when, when God gave that word, Behold, I'll do a new thing. That word new does not mean brand new, never happened before, though it could mean that. The word new means fresh. So when we're actually, we're commanded six times in the Word of God to sing a new song unto the Lord. Sing a fresh song unto the Lord. And three times we find us singing new songs unto the Lord. It's the same word, new, fresh. So what God was saying back in the day of Isaiah was, Behold, I'm going to do a fresh thing. Don't remember the past. Don't, he says that in the previous word. Don't stay in the past. And this is where a lot of believers and a lot of churches 
missed the current move of God. We're so grateful for the old things God did, but maybe God's wanting to do something fresh and new, and we're so bound up to what he did back in the day, we're not aware that God's doing something fresh and new right now. And we miss what God's doing now because we're so bound to what God did in the past. Thank God for what he did in the past. But God's a God of freshness. God is a God of, of seasons. He, His nature, His character, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But He moves in fresh ways. He ministers in new ways. And so He's been ministering to Elijah. And now He sends Elijah down a fresh path. Watch this. God's been doing it. Watch this. God's been doing it one way, and it worked. Now God's going to do it another way, and Elijah has to make the decision, am I going to stay camped out in the old move of God? Because mm. this was the best time of my life, and this is where I grew the most spiritually, and this is where God met my needs. Or is he going to trust God now when it doesn't make sense? Because what God's trying to do is God's trying to set him up for something even better. Shout me down now. Shout me down now. This path is a path of preparation. The, the new path, the fresh path he's sending him on. Away from the brook to Zarephath. I just want you to jot these down quickly, okay? I, I, I could literally preach on these for years. And you, don't, you only have months today, so we won't, I won't jump all the way off. The path of preparation. Now watch this. Because we talked about it in detail last week. Now watch this. God is preparing Elijah... For Mount Carmel. Okay? But really God's preparing Elijah for beyond Mount Carmel. Alright? He's preparing Elijah to walk in, in God's supernatural power. So now what he does is he sends him down a fresh path. And this is what I call the path of preparation. So now what's it? So from, from the brook Kareth to Zarephath, God is continuing to prepare Elijah. Now, don't you just jot down three thoughts, three thoughts, uh, three statements, three statements, um, three statements. We talked about one of them last week. You ready? In this path of preparation. Statement number one. For every tree growing up, there's a tree. You don't see everything down here. All you see is the fruit. For every tree growing up, there's a tree growing down. Number two. God always conceals his man or slash woman if you're a woman. God always conceals his man before he reveals his man. God conceals his man before he reveals his man. So before God revealed his ultimate power through Elijah, remember, he told him, leave the king's palace. Now we're going to jump ahead. So for three and a half years, he said, conceal yourself. Go to the brook Kareth, conceal yourself, hide yourself. So now Elijah's on a path of preparation for three and a half years. And so, so God is concealing his man before he reveals his man or a woman. You ready? Y'all going to love me on this next one. There's a lot of truth to it. God is preparing the man before he prepares the ministry of the man. That's what, that's what God's doing. God is preparing the man. Remember we talked last week about some people get thrust in the spotlight too soon and, and all that. And their character needs to catch up with their, um, with their gifting. So God is preparing the man 
before the ministry that the man will function in. You ready? Now here, here's how that path works. And some of it's on the screen there. This path of preparation begins with purification. Y'all know scripture so awesome, don't you? Y'all know, know how awesome God is? Now watch this. For those of you that love the Bible and you love golden nuggets and all that, just go ahead and move out in the aisle and start doing somersaults because you're going to do some somersaults over this. Purification. Okay, this pathway of preparation begins with purification. Moves into expectation, determination, and I added one that's not on the screen. It ends with manifestation, if you're taking notes. Manifestation. Let's walk through and see how this thing works. You ready? Sure, Pastor. Hey, go hide yourself down by the brook called Kareth. I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you food. I'm gonna send you water from the brook. Kareth. Kareth, the brook Kareth. Kareth. Hebrew word means cutting. Cutting. What God was saying to Elijah is, I'm going to put you on the pathway of preparation. Son, I've got big plans for you. Son, I've got awesome things I want to accomplish through you. But you know what? You're just not quite prepared yet. Oh, you've got a great gifting, but I'm trying to prepare you for great and mighty things down in the future. So I love you enough, I'm going to put you on a path of preparation. And this path of preparation begins with purification. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to command you to go over there where it doesn't make sense. And if you'll trust me when it doesn't make sense, when you get to the brook called Kareth, I'm going to be able to cut away some things in your life. I'm going to cut away your self-sustainability. I'm going to cut away your desire to always do the things the way you want to do them. I'm going to cut away some of your flesh. I'm going to cut away some of those things that need to be gone before you get to Mount Carmel. So I love you so much, I'm going to begin to bring purification into your life. I'm setting you up on this pathway of preparation. So I'm going to begin to purify you. And if I can get you to the point where you're trusting me and me alone for your food, you don't have a job. You don't have government subsidies. You don't have a family to take care of you. If I can get you to trust me, I can cut away at some of that. And so God's teaching Elijah to trust him when it doesn't make sense. And the brook dries up and there is no water. And we don't know how long the brook had been dried up. And God speaks to him now and says, I want you to rise and I want you to go to Zarephath. Well, thank you, Lord. Zarephath. Zarephath means smelting pot. It means refine. So what God is saying is, I'm going to take you from the frying pan and I'm going to put you in the skillet. I've been cutting on you. Now I'm going to take you to smelting pot. Because there are some things that still yet need to be refined in your life. And I'm going to take you like they would take those precious metals and ores and put the fire underneath and put it in that big smelting pot. It would come to a boil and, and all the dross and all the impurities would, would float to the top. And they would take the scooper and they would scoop off the dross and scoop off the infirmities and throw it aside. And God was saying to Elijah, I've been cutting on you. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now I want to purify you. There's still some things in your life that need to be purified. There's still some things in life that need to be refined. So I want you to leave where I'm cutting you and go to where I'm going to refine you. Now, how many of you would say, bring it on, Jesus? Because this pathway of preparation was preparing him and his purification. Watch this now. 
but it would increase his expectation. It would increase his expectation because once he gets to Zarephath and God, as it were, heats up the fire and God begins to burn off the impurities and the dross in his life, what it does is, watch this, is if you've ever walked from faith to faith, if you've ever done what God told you to do and it seemed to be impossible and you got out there and realized, oh my gosh, God is a God of his word. And then God tells you to do something else and then you take another step of faith. All of a sudden, you begin to give life, live life with a greater level of expectancy because you know every time God tells you to do something crazy he's going to come through and life is lived with more expectancy